It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode of BGN Radio is brought to you by Clip It, the hottest app that is out there. Watch TV, make clips, and share. For more information, check them out at clipit.tv or check them on Twitter at clipit.tv. You're listening to BGN Radio. Brandon Graham la tiene, Brandon Graham anota el touchdown, los Eagles ganan el juego, Philadelphia es campeón, campeón del este de la conferencia nacional, los Eagles, ay papá. going on classy bgn nation because that's where we're at tonight it is the bleeding green nation crew bgn radio john barcher james seltzer of course mr brandon league out in the hefe in charge of everything we are live at mark's jewelers uh here in the uh the heart of bucks county in montgomery and uh we are hanging out at men's nights tonight which yeah, is buddy. a great tradition and a great uh a great event that happens Every single year around the holidays, it's uh, there's a, an amazing amount of deals that go on here. Uh, not not only just with the jewelry alone, but there's uh, there's Maker's Mark that is being passed around. There is uh, delicious food that is being served uh, all this time here, and uh, it's the first time that I I think that the Eagles has been uh, you know talked at such length in a jewelry store of this size in Bucks County. You see all the parameters that I just laid out in there, but that's how it, uh, that's how it feels today. We're having a great time tonight. Certainly on the air, at least I'm sure there've been a lot of Eagles conversations here with the, you know, it seems like a lot of the the staff are into the Eagles and then people who come in here, but it's awesome here. I feel very classy just, just sitting in this room right now. Yeah. And if you're around the area right now, I mean, they're going to give you a hundred dollar gift card as soon as you walk into the room that doesn't it doesn't happen at walmart <laughs> no it doesn't happen at best buy or no. wherever you're doing your shopping at 100 bucks right off the table uh and not only that anything you purchase tonight you get a free sonos one with alexa so well that's awesome i mean you're basically having you're going to have fancy jewelry to give that special someone which they're going to you know just completely go nuts over because small boxes are the best presents no matter what holiday you are celebrating Plus, you can hit them with the the technology right after that too, and just be it's like, a one-two punch. And, and by the way, it's, it's going to be Star Trek in her house, so we're very excited about that. Uh, but <laughs> will they be able to beam them up? And yeah, exactly. yeah that's, okay. That's the next step. Good. Amazon's going to take over our soul, Obviously. and everything's going to be great. So, Obviously. Uh, Alexa, aka our overlord. That's right. Yes. Exactly. That's Good. exactly what's happening. So, thanks uh, to everyone who's joining us uh, right now, and you know, we we are feeling this here, guys, and I. Uh, uh, you know, BLG's is is busy at work as as always. Uh, oh, with, literally with, always with, with the with everything that is happening Tights right in now. Sleep. That's right. Um, Bryce Treggs, welcome back to the Philadelphia Eagles. First Woo-hoo. and foremost, you made it. You made it back. Congrats. Uh, is he the hope we need for a Super Bowl run? I mean, maybe. You know, I have seen crazier <laughs> things happen. Bryce Treggs. No, nope, uh, nothing crazier has happened uh, than Bryce Treggs being the missing piece. Yeah. So uh, I, uh, you know, and then Jason Kelsey kicked a trash can today. And everybody was freaking out about that. And at one point in the afternoon, Twitter, including me, 
thought that he was going to get uh, get hurt, but apparently he's fine and he's okay. And even the Eagles are saying like everything's cool <laughs> right now. So, but it was still entertaining. Looks like him and Chance Warmack got in a little something, got a little cleated. Yeah, sounds like uh, Kelsey somehow got like his leg. Something happened with his leg. Someone cleated his leg, or I think he blamed himself. I don't know the full story there, but. That was looking bad if Jason Kelsey was going to be out. The offensive line would have been Big B at left tackle, Chance Wormack Ugh. at left guard, Ugh. and then Isaac Sumalo at uh, center. Because here's the thing. I don't think Wiz is going to play this weekend. Yeah. He was out at practice. Like he was not practiced yet this week. He was limited today, but yeah. it sounded like he wasn't doing a lot. And even then. He's limping, man. Yeah, that, that doesn't look good. And honestly, they probably like shouldn't force him. Like, you know. Why are you going to force him? He's too important to the, the what run. Is, isn't, what, isn't that ridiculous? It's absurd. He wasn't. <laughs> yes. It's absurd. When, when they signed Wisniewski, we're like, why? Yeah. Why did why they sign that guy to a three-year deal? Turns out not a bad move there as he's been yeah. terrific, obviously. And, you know, I was uh, at the midday show today and we see the Derek Gunn tweet out. You know, it's like, well, uh, this is odd. Whatever. Jason Kelsey just, uh, you know, limped out of practice and <laughs> threw his helmet and something. You're like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, why? No. Now? But uh, luckily, it seems he was just a little heated for one reason or another. Yeah, so. that makes sense that, uh, of of why and then how that goes. But yeah, I mean, I, I got to tell you how important. Not only that, because like those two guys are, I'm I'm still kind of nervous because it is probably going to be Isaac Salomalu. I doubt that they shove Warmack out there again, right? They've seen, they've tried. Uh, Warmack is getting first team I reps. I think it's Warmack. I don't he, know he what it is. Reps, so. He's got pictures of Stoutland or something. I don't know what yeah, it is. It's and then like, they'll bench him after like two yeah, series. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just, they keep doing that and putting that out there. And, and that that scares me more in the run game than, than it does the pass game. And I was getting into some discussions about that. You know, I just oh, like, yeah. you, you were getting a little listen. heated. This is one of those things where when, when John, John is in there on Thursdays with me when I'm doing the midday show and, and every so often, John will just storm into my little producer studio, like all fired up with something that he's pissed off about or whatever. I did a Larry pop. It, it was, it was this today. Listen. Yes. He walks and he goes, listen, and this is what I heard. Listen, <laughs> BLG put it up too. BLG says like, okay, so if just by chance, and this is when we weren't sure what was happening with Kelsey. If Kelsey goes down, you're looking at Sale Malo at center, Warmack at left guard, and Big V on the left. And I go, well, all that stuff about saying lean on the run and do it, you can't do it when that happens. I'm not even sure they can do it with Wisniewski out. That's what's scary to me. So the thing that we are hoping for to kind of make up ground to get Foles a, a, a little more, I don't know, help. Help, yeah, get his feet wet is, is to lean on the run game a little well, bit. You don't want his feet wet. You need him set. In his yeah, well, oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's going to be uh, Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Even then, the mechanics might just, you know, slip out. <laughs> and who knows what happens there. But uh, that's what – Wisniewski is so important, just like you are saying, to the run game that I don't – if they're asking – if at any point that that line differs, because we remember 2014 – uh, he's uh, not a guy that's going to be able to create plays on his own. Well, I mean, he can back up into just oblivion. That's what's one thing yeah. Nick Foles is yeah. great at oh, doing. Keep as, going, man. As I have that video on my Instagram. Which Don't you, test him. You he'll keep backing up. Yeah, he, I mean, he'll do it. Um, but seriously, though, running the ball has obviously become so important for this team moving forward. It has to. Be, it's not like they're going to just you know never pass. I mean, that's you know that's not going to happen. Right. But they need to rely on it more than they have and. They, they have the guys to do it. I mean, like Jay Ajayi right now is averaging 6.9 yards per carry. It's pretty good. Nice and is what that is. <laughs> I left a little pause there for a Thank reaction. Yes. Um, but seriously, though, like no one's stopping him. So why not keep – like I know there's been some issues, and you kind of saw this from Doug Peterson. He was asked about, all right, are we going to see more of Jay Ajayi now? And he was kind of like, well, he's still learning things, and he, he needs to get better at pass protection and pass catching, which is why we're not seeing him out there more. But, like – you need, he needs to be out there. If he's averaging 6.9 yards per carry and he's, defenses can't stop him, I mean, you need him out there to take that pressure off Nick Foles and to set up play action. So when Nick Foles does have to throw, it's a lot easier. I don't know if they're going to just suddenly become a running team. Like That doesn't seem realistic that they're right. just going to be like, yeah. oh, we're only going to run the ball now. But I think that has to be more involved. Well, I think also with the Jai, the key, and, and Barcher, I think this was like the first words out of your mouth when they traded for Jai Jai is, you know, especially with this line banged up and with the Wiz, you need a guy who can create his own yards. Yeah. And that's something that Jay Ajayi can do that no one else on this team can do from a running back perspective. And that's going to be crucial. And, and the thing is, too, is he's not just averaging 6.9 yards per carry because you could look, which is nice, you could look at the long runs and all that kind of stuff, but, like, he looks good out yeah. there. Like, he looks nimble and, and, and swift and, and his cuts look 
great and he's the vision so. yeah. comparatively so to what we're seeing from Blunt and and I mean Clement's been great for what what has been asked of him but right. I mean you got a guy who can legitimately be the the center focal point of your offense and obviously you need the line healthy to be able to do that but I I think that that's you know we again I, I don't expect Pierce to just run the ball 50 times a game that's not who what to do but I think you do have to really get that guy going. And this is where it becomes really hard. You know, and Andrew Duggan this whole week, BLG, you've even been saying, like, this is where you're going to find out what Peterson's all about. Because although we are saying, and I do agree to some, you can't throw it out there if those things are wide open, if he don't have the entire playbook down, if he's not doing that great in pass protection, you don't want to become so predictable that, you know, oh, okay, they're going to run because the Jai is out there and they're really not going to throw or whatever. And I don't think it'll be that basic or ever get to that point, even with his, the, the limited knowledge or, you know, whiffing on blocks or anything. But this is what I get. It's a balancing act between, all right, we're going to lean on this one thing, but at the same time you can't get predi- too predictable at it. Like, how does Doug Peterson balance those two things out and go, okay, well, you know, we're going to lean on the run, but also – that's why I kind of believe him when he says the offense isn't going to change much because you really you really can at this point. There's I mean there's different things you can do. Maybe you can call some more run plays than you, than you would. But outside of that, as much as I hate to say it, Foles still needs to throw this ball downfield. They can't be scared of anything. And he can uh, and he, he can do that. He can do it and he does it. Like right. That's he's not gun shy. He even said it this week. He's a gunslinger. He is a guy who can take shots down the field. Now whether that's Riley Cooper. You know, somehow running. Yeah, resign him. Why did they? Why didn't they resign Riley Cooper instead of <laughs> did Bryce? You see, right? Did you see Riley Cooper hey. like retired this week? Did I you know. See, like, that's that the funniest yeah. thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's, like, it's like no, dude. Like yeah. no, no, you were retired anyway. By the way, congratulations on your new roofing career in Florida. <laughs> so that's good. Um, but seriously, I mean, like Nick Foles can throw it deep. Uh, I think the the good thing going forward, I think we can have some confidence in Doug Peterson, especially James over there. I know he feels the best about him. But when it yeah, comes to guy. but seriously, when it comes to creativity, like that's never been an issue with Doug ever. Like it's like, oh, the play calling is stale. We've never said that when he's been here. I think that's something to kind of hang your hat on. You feel like he's going to throw a lot of different things at the defense. Still, a lot of what Carson Wentz is able to do, and what you lose is that improv, uh, the improvisational, which I can't say for some reason. Uh, BLG's nervous too. You know? <laughs> We're all nervous. That's what I mean. It's a time to be nervous. So you lose him. And you lose that, but I think within structure, they're still going to have some things there. And, uh, you know, it's funny. This week, and me, this week especially, I think, I'm really not super concerned about the offense as a whole. Like, I don't need them. And even going down the stretch, like, they were averaging 31 points a game before Carson got hurt. Like, that's just not going to happen. We all, if that happens, awesome, great. But, like, it's not a realistic expectation anymore. I'm more interested to see how this defense does. This defense really has to like the offense can't really do a lot that that interests me a whole lot. Like if they score, you know, 17, like, am I going to be super disappointed? No, because Nick Foles is in there. I can't expect a lot. But this defense now, and they've had some issues recently. They face some good teams, so that goes into it. But they need to be a lot better. I I agree with you on the defense, but real quick back to Foles and the point with Peterson. I do think that of, of all the kind of arguments for why we should believe in Foles or whatever. The, the one argument or one of the arguments that I do think is best is the concept that if there is anyone who's going to know this guy the best, it's Doug Peterson. You know, he was this quarterback coach when he got drafted into the league, obviously with him the years here in Philadelphia, with him in Kansas City. Like, so if anyone on the planet knows Nick Foles' strengths and weaknesses from a scheme, from a whatever type of perspective, it should be Doug Peterson. Yeah. So from that, and if we all agree, which is crazy because all three of us do, even me, agree that Doug Peterson's a good head football coach and he knows what he's doing out there, then you, you have to assume that he's going to be able to, you know, know what to do with Nick Foles, whatever he can do with him. Yeah, and uh, and that's kind of like been the, the bigger discussion this week, too. And actually, Chris, in the uh, chat room, actually asked a great question. I don't think it's been asked enough. Oh, that's a good what question. What happens to the fourth down aggressiveness? You know, like, where, where does that go on the scheme of, like, all right, we understand fourth and ones and and 12 for 12 on QB sneaks, right? Nick is a pretty big guy. I would assume that that doesn't change much. But at the same time, Carson's really good at it. it. There's yeah, an art to it for sure. And, it. and you know when it's different. So even that's going to be a, a little tougher. And you're certainly uh, probably, you know, fourth and two, fourth and three, unless it's it, 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 like we they need this to for the game to be extended. 
I actually don't think they're going to be as aggressive on fourth down, which, again, is another thing that they got to counteract here. You know, they, they have to have leads uh, more times than they don't going into the second half of ballgames here. Well, you asked uh, – Chris apparently asked this question in the chat here, which made me look at the screen. And I also see a Chris asking there, why is James so handsome? Well, so, uh, I mean, <laughs> that's another question. That's <laughs> called the DNA. DNA. That's my buddy. I love you, buddy. But um, back to John's question about the fourth downs. I mean, I think they become more important with this team. Uh, and really, too – I, I was thinking back to the Seattle loss and the context of this most recent performance. Yeah. Like everyone thought, oh no, the Eagles might be frauds, and and that game might be uh, an indication of what was to come, and it wasn't. That game was uncharacteristic, as we said, and it was it was a weird game where Doug wasn't aggressive. And think back to how much being aggressive against the Rams mattered. That touchdown to Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, that was huge. That was huge. a huge play. Unfortunately, Carson wins his last play of the season. So, um. You're going to need to be aggressive here because you're thinking that this offense probably won't be able to score as much. You're not going to have the same kind of opportunities all the time. So if you have a chance to kind of go out there and, and get an extra chance to score, I mean, you have to take it at this point. You you need to – everyone needs to step up. I was just talking about the defense, every, the coaching. When, when your MVP candidate, not just of the team, but the league goes down, it comes a situation where everyone else has to step up I know we've been all been talking about this next man mentality thing, but the thing about that is the reason why the Eagles were able to overcome those injuries is because of Carson Wentz, yep. and he's yes. not here anymore. So you can't just be like, all right, they're going to be fine. They overcame injuries before. No, the guy who was able to help them overcome those injuries is now gone, and now it's really going to be a complete team effort from here on out. And this is what we've been you know, asking you guys, and, and please, more questions and, and more thoughts because – it, it's 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 interesting to try to figure out like what is going to be the thing that really comes through here besides Nick Foles because I think we've uh, talked a lot about that this week and uh, some folks chiming in on Twitter uh, Blitzer five six five is anyone in the in the punt return or kick return game they're going to need those you know momentum changes and maybe that's kind of why uh, you, you might have Bryce Treggs in case you know Kenyon Barner whoever goes down just as an insurance policy and surely sign. Uh, Brian Brayman this week for maybe a little extra juice. Yeah, I mean, you have to look for every single thing to get you an edge, even if that means being weird and sleeping in a coffin and you feel like you, you know, (laughs) like I just play better when I sleep in a coffin. Okay, I'm all for it. You know, do do whatever you think is going to take the edge. And you're going to hear a lot of those stories this week. But, yeah, the, the one thing that has been weird and people have pointed it out, when Brayman's been gone, the special teams have been a little off and a little weird. Uh, the tackling hasn't really been there either. I think that's a big factor in these next couple of weeks here. Oh, it has to be. I, look, like you said, John, I mean, this team has to find an edge anywhere it can find it now because it used to have an edge by having one of the best quarterbacks in the sport, one of the best players in the sport, an MVP potentially of the sport. So when you lose that kind of impact on your team, and again, you know, Nick Foles is fine. He's a, a, a solid backup quarterback, you know, again, to all the people who, you know, think he's as good as better two. Foles, yeah. which I've heard people say this week. Stop. Just stop no. it. Like it, I want to come back to that in a second. It is a yeah. massive yeah. drop-off. We can, you know, everyone should be able to agree on that. But, uh, you know, Foles is going to be what he is. We know what Nick Foles is. Everyone else on that team has to pick it up. Like, that's the only way this team is going to achieve their goal. They're only going to win the Super Bowl if, like you said, BLG, if the defense becomes a – Maybe not all time great, but that next level down. Like, you know, you're going to need that to win the Super Bowl. You're going to need all the skill players to step up. You're going to need the running game to work. You're going to need Nick Foles to be in third and twos, third and threes, third and fours, not third and nine, third and ten, third and eleven. That's the kind of stuff that Carson Wentz could handle. That's the kind of stuff where, where defenses can pull their, pin their ears back and go after Nick Foles. That's when you get into trouble. You have to be able to run the football. It is, it's, I mean, and again, John, I'm with you. Like, there are instances where, you physically might not be able to because of who is playing on the offensive line, but for this team to really have success, obviously the defense has to step up, but I, I, like the running game has to work. It has yeah, it to has work. to. It's got to be the most important part of, you know, uh, I, well, it doesn't have to be the most important part. It's got to be the most consistent thing of this offense because, you know, we know we know what Foles is. And let's just, I just want to spend a couple of minutes on it. Just, I, I want to make sure we're getting all these messages out correctly. It's not like, especially myself, I'm, for probably the, rest of the guys here, it's not like we don't have hope there. You know, they're still hanging on to a lot of those different things. Absolutely. Where like, 
yeah, you don't want to ride the end. I mean, they're 11 and 2. That was the worst way to clinch an NFC East title. Oh. Uh, they're going to get a first round bye if they win this week. If Cincinnati somehow pulls out a miracle and beats Minnesota, you can shut everything down and you can go, all right, this is, this is where a little more hope comes in and they have home field without, through without the entire playoffs, and that's great. But this week, I just feel like guys, as Jack Fritz like to say, trust tree here, okay? Well, we're not criticizing. Uh, but at the same time, we're flirting with hope and delusion here. Yep. And, and it's, swinging, it's swinging more one way than it is not. I get it that, you know, and for the reasons that we go and, and think about the drop-off in quarterback play, like you just got to face up to reality here where it's just not not anywhere close to the same. And, yeah, I'm sure if you did, had a list of, of backup quarterbacks in the NFL, Nick Foles is going to look like a great option yep. through, throughout this process. And whether you consider Case Keenum one or not, yes. But there are historic outliers that just point to, you know, I've heard a lot of Jeff Hostetler this week, guys. And first things first, that was 1990. That's, that's ages. That's almost to the point where I looked at what my dad looked at at the NFL and went, man, that looks old. Because if you throw in a tape from 1990, wow, 17 passes are not going to get it done, guys. Well, just to, to hammer you that know? home, the MVP of that Super Bowl was Otis Anderson, yes. the running back and, for the Giants. And it should be. So, uh, and, and it's just there's such a small sample size along with that, too, because it just doesn't have to happen that often. And that's where, you know, you kind of have to look for that there. So when I think of that, I might have a little bit of delusion here, BLG, because when I see that Sidney Jones is practicing, that kind of gives me, okay, all right, that's something I can hang my head on. Now, whether or not they're just seeing where he's at, and uh, I'm probably putting a little too much hope in, okay, if, if these games mean nothing, hopefully this, it's a, they, they catch a break, they lock up everything after this week, Maybe you'll see Sidney Jones start for two games that don't matter because you just want to see where he's at. Maybe it ends up being a Lattimore situation where you go, okay, he's going to rotate with Mills, but he's also going to start the football game. Those are the positive signs that I would be looking for in hope. Now, I know it's hard reality, but man, oh, man, if Sidney Jones can just emerge and just be uh, the guy and you have him and Darby and now you're rotating Mills in, holy shit. Then, then that's something I can hang my hat on, you know? Yeah, with Sidney Jones coming back to practice this week, the Eagles now have a 21-day window to activate him, so they have some time to assess him. And it would be great if he could play, at the very least, in that final Dallas game. I think that's what they might be shooting for there. You know, they figure they might lock everything up. You get there into the end, and I think that would be great. Ladies so. and gentlemen, it's Glenn Mack now shaking your hands the right now. The one and the only. He made it. He'll, <laughs> yeah. he'll be on a little bit later yes. with us, but yes. Uh, Once again, we're enjoying the festivities right here. Mark's Jewelers, it's men's night. I mean, if that whiskey and that glass alone doesn't want to get you here, boy, oh, boy, I don't don't know what it is. I mean, that's a list of stuff that is going on tonight. That's us, even though it's marked 5 to 7. It's definitely 6 to 7. But the So if you were a part of Glenn Macnow's WIP elimination pool ring, it's a gorgeous $20,000 ring. That they're going to reveal should tonight. say if you were a part who made it this far, unlike me, yeah, who unlike was this a guy part and this guy. Yeah, and lost. Forgot to set his sure. lineup one week. Plus, uh, as BLG's <laughs> pointing out, anything you buy tonight for that special someone, it is a free Sonos One with Alexa, so you can be tech savvy and uh, and know your stuff. Because the people here at March Jewelers will definitely pick out the right gift for that special someone. And again, hundred bucks as soon as you walk in the door. And I got to tell you right now, the first hundred people have yet to walk through the door. So that is important. We're, we're hanging out. The address is down there below, and uh, you can just head to uh, you know, marks-jewelers.com for more information on that. But get to, getting back to, to Sidney Jones here, uh, what, what is the potential that he makes it into the playoffs or is, is this something at all uh, by this time ro- that rolls through here in the next yeah. couple of weeks? Like I was saying before, Glenn rudely interrupted. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I think getting him back for Week 17 would be awesome. I don't know. I don't know what's realistic. Jim Schwartz said this week that this is like the first week of OTAs for Sidney Jones. Like that kind of comment makes me think not super close to returning. Yeah. If we're talking about like first week of OTAs, because when you think of what that means and the scope of like, you know, like if you're in the first week of OTAs, that does not mean like oh, ready to play a football game next week. So I don't know if he's going to be fully ready to come back. I think Week 17 is kind of the hope. At that point. But, yeah, I mean, 
when we talk about optimism and hope and things like that, I wrote a piece this week. You should obviously read it. BleedingGreenNation.com. It's called, not bad. Called, it's not bad. Called, it's good. Uh, it's F-U, not, not good. F-U, we're winning anyway. That's yes. a phrase that our old friend Jimmy Kemsky actually used to he, – he wrote a couple of fan posts like that way back. In, we're talking about like 2009, way back in the day now. So uh, kinda, I borrowed that from him because – I was feeling very negative earlier in the week. You know, Jack Fritz did that. He did his negative take on the Counterpoint podcast on BGN Radio, and I I don't think he's crazy. You know, when you, you you feel you felt sad, you felt hopeless, but by the time Tuesday evening rolled around, by the time Wednesday morning, early when I was writing that piece, I was like, you know what? You know, I don't feel great about Nick Foles, but I believe in the rest of this team. I really yeah. do. They, I know that I, Carson Wentz is gone. But this team has shown a lot of fight this year, just even the way they didn't give up in that game. I think we kind of almost forget that because yeah. we were just so distraught about Carson Wentz. But, like, they fought. Chris Long battled. He made yeah. that play. Rodney McLeod, who missed a tackle earlier in the game. Made which that was huge play on third down. Huge he, play. That and the fumble recovery. And the he fumble got, recovery, yeah. the ball, ran it back. So, uh, you know, um, Jake Elliott drills that field goal. Once they got a penalty, he made a shorter one anyway. But still, I mean, like, you saw other guys start to step up and do what they needed to do at the end of the game there. So that's an encouraging sign moving forward. I think it's not time to give up hope. You can't give up hope on this team. Not at all. I get if you're down, that's fine. And it might take time. It might not take everyone the same amount of time. But the reality is they're so close to getting back to the um, to the ones either. They need to, even if, I don't think the Vikings thing is going to happen yeah, probably this week. That's, I mean, they're playing the Bengals. In Minnesota, yeah. but Just next week, too. next week I think it's interesting because if the Eagles win this game against the Giants next Saturday, the Vikings, Aaron Rodgers, baby, Lambo, and let's not forget, well, let's not forget what team Aaron Rodgers got hurt against. The, yeah. the whole thing with Andy oh, Carr. Yeah. There, if Aaron Rodgers is coming back to win one game, he's coming back to beat the Vikings and hurt them. Exactly, and that makes it so that the Eagles would clinch before they even play on Christmas. And yeah, huge. maybe they have two meaningless games at that point, which. You know, you think about it, you get into the playoffs, you're the number one seed, you have two home games, and the Eagles are 12-2 and two at home yep. under Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz, too. But still, you feel good, and that's where the fans come in. You know, you might be feeling down now, but th- that team is going to need you there. Oh, yeah, At definitely. the link, making yeah. that thing rock in the playoffs. Give them every – we just said it earlier. Mm-hmm. Look for any edge you any can get. Edge you the can fans get. need to show up and get loud and give this team an edge. And you know what else that I was thinking about? And, and I said to you guys, like, that, like honestly, like, I believe in this team the same way Brandon does. I believe in the chemistry. I believe in the, the group of guys that are in that locker room. And I believe in Doug Peterson. Who would have thought we'd be sitting here in week 15 and I'd be pinning my hopes to Doug Peterson, but I am, and I believe in that dude. It's a Hanukkah miracle. It's a, it really is a Hanukkah miracle. Yeah. Thank you, Hanukkah Harry. Um, but I do think that one other thing that this team has going for them that I've not really heard anyone talk about this week it's kind of a free roll now, man. Like, like yeah. all that pressure. Of, it always was. It, it was, yeah. in a way, for us more so. But for this team, like, no one expects them to win the Super Bowl anymore. Like, we had a lot of hopes and dreams and whatever pin on it. We still do. We still want that. But this team, all of a sudden, is playing with house money in a way. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. No one expects them with Nick Foles at the head, of the, leading them to the, you know ahead to actually win these games and actually get the Super Bowl and actually win the Super Bowl, that's like a real freeing type of thing for a team. That, I think that's least. something you always talk about too, specifically yeah. with the, Patri- the us against everyone. Yes. Now they're actually in Nobody it. No one believes in, believes in us. them. I, Go I, out and I really prove believe wrong. in that. I think that it is such a huge motivating factor, and you guys know I say this all the time, but there is no sport on the planet that is more about emotion and harnessing that emotion and putting it into execution than, than football. And I do think that the more emotional, the team that wants it more, if they're if they're close enough or whatever physically, you know, talent wise, I do think that they can win that game if they want it more. So I I, I wholly believe that. You know what's hilarious too is just like, you know, most of the time when you look to power rankings, I go to BLG's power rankings, or I go to ESPN, or I go wherever. I couldn't believe the <laughs> amount of people who are really upset about the score. <laughs> You're you're upset about a bunch of dudes in Chicago who started a digital network. Like, who gives a shit what they think? <laughs> I never who cares. Heard I thought you were talking about the but, movie with Robert De Niro yeah. and Edward Norton. <laughs> the was like, oh, how dare they drop out of the top ten? I looked down everywhere. I was like, they didn't drop out of the top ten anywhere. I was like, ESPN's got them three. Vegas, still has them Vegas as is the third fourth, best. Fourth, fourth best. Yeah, it's like yeah. On. And I was like, where is this? And I go, oh, people are complaining about the score. <laughs> I was like, who gives a crap? And but. 
Somebody did give a crap. Most important guy gave a crap. Jalen Mills. He looked at and quote tweeted that shit and said, ha ha, y'all silly. So I'm glad they saw that. Stuff yeah, like that. I was just like, all that, all the thing. And if you were like, well, that seems a little far-fetched. Just look at Seattle minus six as a dog at home yep. playing the Eagles. That's all you need to know. Everybody, as soon as that game locked up, every single one of those players started tweeting out, you know, Vegas lost money tonight, all this other different stuff. Yep. That's another edge. I'm, I'm totally down with that. Absolutely. Um, I, I, you know, and, and you're right. I, and here, here's what I want to, if it is, if it is locked up, does Nick Foles start against the Raiders? Yeah, I think you play Foles as Or do you get you Nate Sudfeld out there and get him experience? I think you have to play Foles. I understand if you, you don't play him yeah, much I'm, in, I'm in the minor, I'm game. in the minority here. I just think you have to. He has so few reps with the starting guys, so few reps with Kelsey at yeah, center, really all that point. type of stuff. I just think I think you get him all the, the live NFL game reps you can. There's no, like, they're going to be resting for that week. They'll be resting for that next Three weeks week. off, essentially. The bye week, yeah, it's just too much. They, too you much. need to get him action in there. And uh, I don't think they would do that. Even if maybe like you play, I don't, it doesn't get to the point where it's like a preseason game and you play in like a half or like three quarters and then see where the game is at. Sure. And then, I mean, and that's more feasible at least. I would like, here's what I'll say. I would like to get Sudfeld some kind of play. Absolutely. Time here especially the, if they're not yeah. going to sign someone else to back up. Like, absolutely get yeah. that guy in a game. I think Nate Sudfeld, he teaches it. I mean, Sudfeld. Yes. Can we, can we roll with this, by the way? A caller said this in the WIP Vendee show. And he was talking about, he's like, yeah, this guy, Nate Studfeld. And I'm like, yo. Yeah, Nate Studfeld. Nate Studfeld. Coming to a field near you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I'm in the minority. If, if, they're, if everything's locked up by the Raiders, there's no way you're, you're now having your backup quarterback go out into a meaningless football game where there is literally nothing to play for. I mean, like, you want to go for a quarter, fine. You want to go for a series, okay. But Nate Sudfeld needs to be out there the majority of the time, and he does need the work. No, no. He needs to work more than Nick Foles. If we're going to believe all the no. crap out, no, yes, Nick guys, Foles is the guy he's starting. With What's the, first the difference? Team? What's the difference? He the needs difference? reps. Reps for what? Reps with the first team. Like that, I mean, how He's many, not practicing how many, footballs, how many footballs is, is there not Alshon Jeffrey? Of course there is, but it's not the same thing. Is playing the Raiders really you, going to help yes, create an yes. environment you against the Saints? You can't simulate a game speed. At least, look, even if the Raiders aren't that good, yeah. it's still closer to what I think what that would be insane to do. It doesn't matter. Either way, like, it's not like a big. Yeah, we're, we're really putting the cart before the horse here. <laughs> well, we're no, because, it's already, because there's no way they're going to lose. There's no way they're going to lose two games. I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you very you, much. See, this is, the ty- this is the type of service you get here at Mark's Jewelers. People just dropping off waters and drinks and things like that. We're having a great time at uh, men's night here, and it's, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic time. I'm sticking with this. And call it a hot take or not, there is no way you put Nick Foles out there if they lock this thing up next week. Not a chance in hell. I disagree. That's all. That's all I'm just saying. You know, got to give him some reps. I'm with you. You don't have to play the whole game a half. You need to play a half. You need to, look, he'll have had one game. As a, with the starting team, like that's crazy talk to go into a playoff run. And the thing, here's the thing: when is you, it worth the risk of? I'm saying, like, is any of that worth the well, risk of? None of it's worth. And the you just risk. gave me it's a whole a, speech it's about all a bummer. Like, <laughs> you know, like obviously, like you know, you can't afford to lose Nick Foles, but at the same time, like he needs to be ready. Yeah, I mean, so like one six and one half dozen the other. Like, sure. Like, if you don't have Nick Foles. Yeah, you're screwed. But if you don't have Nick Foles who can have any sort of chemistry or know where his receivers are going or know where he likes the ball or whatever it is, then you're also screwed. So yeah. I think it's, you know, you're kind of it's a double-edged sword. Hey, our old friend Mike Case checking in. Yeah, hey. if you win the two games, you make Nate play after the second quarter. All right, that's what I'm saying. I'm fine with that. But there's yeah. no way. I mean, like, and again, see, I, I'll, I'll, said. I'll even no, I'll, I'll even say that. If you only want him to play one quarter, then what is the damn point? Because it's not a full game anyway, and if you're he's, saying he needs the reps, saying if you win two games, yeah, 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 I'm, yeah, I get that. I get so that. yeah, it's he's saying difference. week seventeen, saying two goal, two games of fulls. I, oh, the, yeah, I'm just saying like there's there's We're no splitting hairs here. Yeah, it's it's yeah, this is this is not. I'm <laughs> saying with two weeks left in the season <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing. So to play here's for. the better, That's my here's the better question. Here's the better question. Are you guys okay with the fact that they're rolling with Nate Studfeld as the only backup to Nick Foles? I'm a little surprised by that. I'm not. They really like him. 
I mean, this isn't like. Well, that's great. <laughs> I, well, I'm, but I'm saying like it's sweet. It's not a surprising move. Too, much, too many tape in Indiana go like, yeah, they like him. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like people don't. I mean, that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, I know you guys might not like, but I, like they definitely right. do. like. It's no, not. It. They're not like faking themselves into liking him. Like they actively went after him hard after Washington True. cut him, and then when the Colts tried to sign him. They could have just let him go if they didn't care about him. True. They promoted him to the active yeah, it roster. Says something. So like they yeah, they sure. have an interest in him for sure. Right, but there's a difference between now, liking a kid as yeah. like a developmental project and saying, "Hey, go out and play in this playoff game because Nick Foles got hurt." Well, yeah, that doesn't make him good just because they believe in him. Sure. I want to I want to clear that right, up. That yeah, too. I'm not saying like just because they think he's good means he is, but they definitely do have a belief in him. And uh, what does that mean? I don't know. I, I get people why they want you know. I, I mean, Tony Romo. That would be, but like, is, he's not going to come in for a backup job no, anyway. No, so I, I think they're like, if Nick Foles did go down somehow, which is not out of the question because he gets hurt. Yes, he always has. But if that did happen, I they would go to that. But I think right now they like Sudfeld. They feel like he's been in the offense. They feel like they like what he can do. I, I bet you they would have drafted Nate Sudfeld if they didn't, you know, weren't short on picks already because of the Wentz trade. They seem like yeah. they really liked him in 2016. So. uh now that would be a story. If we're looking for a story, that would be like Nate Stud. Then he really would be then, stud. Felt. Then you're talking about well, like I don't know. You, you're going for like Tom Brady, Trent Green, then Tom Brady. Wouldn't that be like a fun, uh, crazy, amazing? So I'm saying like if Nate oh, Sudfeld yeah, yeah, yeah. turned into Tom Brady, yeah, or whatever. Of course. But, uh, That'd be annoying for Washington too. Yeah, sure would. Oh, that'd be <laughs> great. He's better than Kirk Cousins. Yeah. But like he's uh, you could trade him to Washington for like you know a bunch of draft picks. I gotta say, I am very surprised. And in that, I would think they do crazy things like that. I do think you call Romo. I do think you call Kaepernick. If Foles got hurt. I do, yeah, 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 like yeah. you have no. You have to. Yeah, there's there's choice. no choice at that you're, point. You're going to be the one seed. In I don't know. Well, what's what's John Kitten up to? Before I get to, too far ahead of myself, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Garcia. Jeff yeah. Garcia, baby. <laughs> hey, at that it point, 47. it wouldn't be ridiculous. So Speaking of Jeff Garcia, forty-seven year old. Yeah. One, Speaking of Jeff Garcia. We are, yeah, literally uh, tomorrow, we'll oh, to, tomorrow. tomorrow it'll be one week away. We were right before Christmas. Uh, it is BGN Radio, Rights to Ricky Sanchez podcast. We are still going to celebrate Carson Wentz in the year he's had. Plus, be a little sad. Larry Poff, the famous Larry Poff, will be on stage with us. Listen. Chris Ryan is going to be there. Uh, and the Rights to Ricky crew also just announced these things, too. You're going to get a $150 gift card uh, from uh, L.L. Pavorsky. And then you're the great LL Pavorsky. And you're also going to get in the comments. Yes, he is. And you're also going to get uh, the uh, word art. The guys that are over there. It is a beautiful AI. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this before, but they're all over the city. It's it's just they've constructed Allen Iverson out of all of his sayings and all of his words. And the first two hundred people that roll through the door also get that as well. All you got to do is go to Underground Arts. Dot org and uh, buy, get your tickets. It's eighteen bucks. It's next Friday, so it's it's happening. Uh, yeah, just there, like that. Yeah, that. yeah. Tilted to your left there, BLG. Yeah. There it is, just like Pretty that. Awesome. So that'll be a lot of fun too. Uh, that's kind of funny. Yeah, Alfred's also pointing out. What about Michael Vick at that point? You'd almost have to say yeah. or whatever. RG three, like any of those guys, and and RG three would be lower on my list. But I mean, you know, I think if 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 Foles were to go down, you have to exhaust all options. Like again. You will be very likely the number one seed in the NFC playoffs. You have to, like, again, yes, you lost Carson Wentz. You lost your leader. You lost all that. But you still have a chance to win the Super Bowl. Like, like it, sure, it got harder. This deck is more stacked against you. Yeah. But you are in pole position in terms of, you know, home games, all that stuff. To go to the freaking Super Bowl, you do whatever it takes. I, I don't care. Freaking pull uh, Peyton Manning out of retirement. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care. Get that brain on the field. Like, whatever you want to do, like, you need to do something. Illegally trade for Eli Manning. Or, yeah. Yeah. Whatever, oh, whatever. What? I don't sure. Know. <laughs> I take Eli's Patriots kryptonite. Cut him so we can pick him up. You yes. know, nobody touch him. Only one man has yeah. beaten Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. It's Eli Manning. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I don't know uh, what's going to happen. And I think as... BLG is is the uh, so distraught. He's man, throwing his microphone. Look at that. Right. He doesn't. He's he's nervous about everything. We're all nervous about what's going to happen here. And it's a lot of people uh, who we mentioned. You know, who are you looking to step up? Big V's another one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at UD one hens. Really, it's going to be need. My my heart's going to be the one that needs to step uh, step up. These injuries in close games are going to kill me, and that's how I kind of feel too. I just I'm I'm trying to find. 
And that's what it is. How much are we going to under and overreact to this week against the Giants? Like if Foles comes out there and has, I'll even say like a baller game. Like, like 300 yards, three touchdowns, three it. touchdowns. Is everybody going to go, see, we're cool, we're fine? Or is everybody going to go, that's great, and that's what you should do against the Giants. It's a good sign to build on towards the playoffs. I think you'll see some of both. Uh, I think, look, <laughs> look, the Giants are awful. Like, they are a fucking terrible football team. Yeah. Like, the Eagles should roll with Nick Foles. So, if they roll with Nick Foles, at least me personally, I'll be like, cool. That's what I wanted to see. That's yeah. what I saw, and, and good. I'm not going to take too much away from it. Uh, I do think, you know, like, outside of that, I don't really know. I think you will see people like that, though. Of course, look, we've already got people saying he's going to be better than Carson Wentz as it is. I had people call the WIP Midday Show this week and say to me, it's all good. Foles is better anyway. No. And I know that that's not the majority. It's a vocal minority people doing that. But, like, no one should be doing that. No one should be doing that. So, either way, if Foles looks awesome, yes, people will do that. But I, I would caution strongly caution the giants are awful like don't overreact too much we want to see it it'd, it'd be great to see it but don't take too much away because the, yeah. the giants have given up they've they're, got you know an interim coach right now and they're injured they're just like super super injured. Uh, the guy who playing defense i don't know if you saw the cowboys team but who had uh coverage on uh des bryant on his touchdown pass one of the first he had some dude named like brandon dixon like and he was like, a, he's been <laughs> in the league since like 2014. He's bounced around at eight different teams. Yep. It's just like, he's like their sixth string cornerback out there. This, like, they're so depleted on that team. Justin Pugh, they, they just put him on injured reserve. So they're like one of their best offensive linemen on a yeah. terrible offensive line. Yeah, like one it's of the worst. Who pretends he's not from here, but he's actually uh, from yeah, here. That's, that's, I, that's no, a whole thing. So uh, they're just so depleted. So the offense, again, I kind of said earlier in the show, they can't really like, do a lot. I mean, if they score 50 points, I mean, like, great. But, awesome. like, that's not what I'm looking to see out of this game. I want to see the defense come up and have a dominant performance. Like, I need to see this defense allow 10 points at most. Like, they need – that's what I'm looking for in this game. Like, if they aren't able to shut this Giants offense down, then I'm pretty concerned. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. And I, I'm, I'm not sure if there's – and I, I wonder what you guys think, too. So, uh, throw us a wow if you would feel – you know, extremely positive if Foles goes out and goes crazy, and maybe just a like if you're like, okay, I'd be I'd be fine with it, but reserved, kind of kind of about it. And uh, the gentleman that you see uh, that is uh, that is settling up to the bar there, and I uh, uh, well, we're trying to we're having a good time at this at Mark's Jewelers. Yeah, sir. we're glad you're here night. too. Men's night out. Uh, when are they unveiling the ring? Is that going to be? They, they actually did. I can bring it over and show it to you. I have to tell you, it is bigger and better and more beautiful than ever and <laughs> weighs about 30 pounds. Nice. That's great. So, uh, well, you might, you might, you know, it might be a little tough to bring that bad boy over here, though. You've been doing your curls? I, I got a wheelbarrow. Okay. Good. Can I just tell you guys something about the last fan standing pool? I would love to. So this is the 15th year that we've done it. We had 22,000 people in it uh, to start the season. Two weeks ago, we were down to 117. Two weeks ago... I lost zero. No kidding. Out of 117. Everybody got it right. Never happened to me before. I'm getting a little panicky, right? I got four weeks to go. I got 117. There's one winner. There's not, I, I can't deal with 30 winners. So I put in what I call a roadblock game. The roadblock game is in addition to picking one team to win, uh, and you, you guys know how the yes, exactly, yeah. works, right? So it's in addition to picking one team to win, I throw in a what I hope to be a pretty even game, and you have to pick one team or the other. I threw in Jets-Broncos, two dog teams. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the Jets went off as a one-point favorite in the end. The Jets lost. 107 of the 117 <laughs> people in the pool had the Jets. Oh, my God. I lost <laughs> 110 people plus three others who had lost normal. Yeah. So I went from 117 people to seven. So my problem went from thinking I'm going to have too many people in the pool at the end to, to now I, I hope somebody runs the table. Wow. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. That'll, <laughs> that's why that's uh, that, it's, it's, it's a roller coaster ride all, all year is. long. It's it so is. much fun. And it, it is fun. Uh, and Mark's has sponsored it for, I think, the last six years. So it's great to have them here. And the ring is terrific. Last year, so it's, it's a big honker of a man's yeah, ring, right? Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, I meet a lot of the guys in it, and they're, you know, 250 pounders. Last year, the winner was a 110-pound woman. <laughs> 
How did it look? So, uh, a little hefty, gaudy? Hefty. Yeah, she wore it as a bracelet. Hefty. Oh, good. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, and, and speaking of rings, you know, uh, that's basically what we're all trying to well, and find I just, out. I know? walked in. I'm sure you guys have been talking about it uh, as you have on the station this week. Yeah. We're still feeling okay, right? We're still... I don't know. It's a little... The thing is, I'm trying to get there, Glenn, and there's a lot of people that are stopping me from getting there because there's just these all these different takes about what Nick Foles is and isn't, and I think the conversation doesn't need to be about Nick Foles. It's more or less what is the things that are around him to support him and get him to that next level, mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying, ah, oh, they just got to do their jobs, but I don't think it's that easy. Well, I think you... You really have to lean on the running game now, right? Would that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and the good news is you have Jay Ajayi. Uh, and, I mean, you have three running backs who are pretty good. But to me, you have this bonus of this guy who you didn't have at the start of the year who's what, he's averaging seven yards a touch, yeah. seven yards a carry. Um, last week was the first week I think he got double-digit carries for the Eagles. What do you have? Uh, I think he, 12, 11, 15, 11 or 12, 12 something, maybe. Yeah. So does it make sense? I'll ask you guys to give him 15, 18 carries. I think so. Yeah, it's just a matter of now, like, does it become too predictable? And now that you're Wisniewski is kind of like kind of up in the air and looks more a little day to day, does that change? And honestly, I think it's going to be what every how everybody plays the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is we're going to stack eight or nine in the box, and you're going to force Nick Foles to beat you. Yeah, so but, that's where it comes in. Yeah, but, and I guess I must like Foles more than you guys, although I haven't really heard you talk about it. I, <laughs> I see a grimace at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a grimace. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. I, you know, what? how do you assess Nick Foles? Clearly, he's not the guy he was in 2013. Sure. Clearly, he's a lot better than anybody who ever played for Jeff Fisher. Correct. Right? Because everybody looks bad for Jeff Fisher. Yeah. So I, I honestly do believe this, and this is maybe damning with faint praise, that Nick Foles can be as good as the average starting NFL quarterback. Which yeah, means, I think so, too. To me, he's the 16th best quarterback in the league. And to me, I, I don't disagree. I'm just okay. saying that's probably his peak and not his floor. So if you get his peak going, Brandon, uh, John, uh, uh, Seltzer, yeah, <laughs> that guy, yeah. <laughs> do you do you got James? Do you guys think that you can win with the fifteenth yes, best quarterback in the league? I do. Yes, absolutely, you can. So, like, if that's if that's where that's a yes, if that's where his brain is extremely quiet, <laughs> I'm still thinking about it. Okay, <laughs> I think that's good enough because uh, if the team is stepping up around him, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, can't, he can't carry the team. That's the thing. Right. Right. right exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, and I worry some about injuries kind of taking their toll. You know, as Wisniewski's out, and you lost Peters and. You know, and, and and the team that wins at the end of the NFL is the team that's got the most guys standing up. I've always felt that way. Yes. But if the defense stays healthy and plays as well as we've seen it play and the running game works and Nick Foles is the average starting NFL quarterback with the weapons around him, that team can go to the Super Bowl. Yes, absolutely. And Especially with home field advantage. And wiped a lot out of that by the Patriots or the yeah. Steelers. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, but they'll be there, which is... Which yeah. is one nobody – and honestly, Glenn, wouldn't you just be happy at this? I mean, I would have been happy with a playoff win even if it was Wentz in there. So I don't know what your expectations were before Wentz went Well, down. it's the it, you know, it's the thing of what were your expectations at the beginning of the year and then what did they begin, yeah. right? I don't know, but I had a 9-7 and seven at the start of the Same. year. Same. Yeah, we all yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Four we, we all really went out on a limb at 9-7. and seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so at this point I had him – Right, they're going to win 12, 13 games. Yeah, win one play, get a bye and win one playoff. So if they had lost the NFC Championship, would I have been crushed for the rest of my life? No, I would not be. No, and it's a good reminder. My of expectations. It's what we're used to anyway, right. you know? <laughs> yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my expectation stays the same. Yeah, and I think that was, and this is the other kind of crazy thing I was talking about on the car right over. Like, I would rather them lose the NFC Championship game than lose in the Super Bowl. No. No. I heard you say that. That's yeah, No. It's, it's, Brandon, you don't know why I, I get where it comes from in the sense that of like a, yeah, well, only John on that one. I, I, I'll take as many wins as I can get. Sure. What? What's why is it better I, I should, to lose in January than to lose the in Super February? Bowl hangover is 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 for real. For first of all, we don't know if Wentz is going to start out. And then so it you're, just gets be, you're worse off like, for being a better team. I mean, I'm either yeah. you have to win the whole shebang or lose in the now NFC Championship. Which year did you enjoy more? 
2004 when they lost to the Patriots or 2002 when they well, lost four, to the Bucs. Oh, that's a different situation because 04, they got over the hump Which for four end times. Of, well, oh, oh, so, so it's so okay to go to the Super Bowl and lose only if you lose right. in the championship I'm game. Four right. years in a row. You need to step by step. So that's why you need to <laughs> not a not a step by step. I'm just saying. Listen, I know it's a weird. It's it. It makes no logical sense. I I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. <laughs> I just know that if if like there is no way the Eagles would have pulled the Bills. Boy, I right? hope the girl breaks up with me before the prom because it'll feel <laughs> a lot better. Yeah, it would. It would because then you can get another date. Uh, Right? No, <laughs> not you. Um, all right. So oh. listen, I, I'm. I, I first of all, I gotta tell you, I, I love your guys' show. I love listening to it. Thank you. Uh, when it's Thanks, on WIP, man. usually after Ray and I on Saturdays, and I have actually downloaded and listened to the podcast because hey, I'm Look a modern that. guy. Yeah. I'm listening to podcasts about Watergate now. Oh, are you? Yeah. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. You yeah, know this? Yeah. The, you went through the. Uh, the history Slate magazine. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Anyway, podcast. yes, I'm becoming Mr. Pod- I can't get anybody to – I can't sell my podcast, but I do enjoy <laughs> listening to other people's podcasts. Um, but I will, if you don't mind, bring over the ring to Please show it out here. Yes, we would uh, love it. And enjoy listening to you guys, and it's a pleasure. I'm working with you, John Barchard, next uh, to Thursday or Friday, so right? I believe it's Thursday, uh, yeah, the midday show. For, we're filling in oh, while yeah. this guy's are on you vacation. Gonna, are you – Oh, you're going away? Oh, that's the only reason I said yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Anyway, uh, it's a pleasure, and uh, I'll uh, enjoy listening to you here at Mark Schuller. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks, fellas. My pleasure. Glad back now, everybody, as uh, stopping by. And this is, I mean, really, this is Glenn's event here. This is why uh, he was gracious enough to invite us in to kind of just come in here and hang out with him this evening. It's been a, it's a really fun time. And this isn't like, this isn't one of those jewelry stores where it's very, it's narrow, and there you you feel weird, kind of like, uh, should I be looking at this thing? It's is that expensive? This is huge. this is the car dealership of jewelry stores, yes. and that's going to sound weird at first, but it really isn't because there's so much open space to work around. Everybody's so helpful, uh, and, because and it's like beautiful. And they literally yeah, have too. a bar. I mean, it, how, yeah, how they have a bar. They it have is a bar. not a like bad a time full here. bar, like yeah, a, a legit bar. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Uh, oh, Michael's asking 2004 or 2008. Is that which one was more enjoyable? Uh, 2008 to me was a lot more fun. Oh, oh, four was for me. I love T.O., man. Yeah, I love that whole thing and T.O., the dancing. The run, the run I should. Uh, yeah, yeah. This, I, uh, I'll take 04 season. 08, I'll take the 08 run. 08 was, 08 was, the thing with 08 was, 08, what, like, I think I took the loss to the Cardinals harder than the Super Bowl loss. So did I. Yeah, I especially because you were there. Yeah, well, yeah, for you especially. <laughs> I didn't, like, as much as, you know, I wanted to beat the Patriots. I didn't go into that Super Bowl thinking, we're going to beat the Patriots. I went into right. it thinking, you know, we've, we got the Super Bowl. Like, wow, it's awesome. Like, I went into that Arizona game thinking, this is it. Like, this is the culmination of all of this. This last gasp. This is the time that we get there and we finally the the Andy Reid era Donovan McNabb era like this has it's all meaning here you know the meaning is all here this is it and to lose that game like the way they lost it and the defense and and Kevin Curtis ah uh, man like I just um that I, like still I, needs a flag by the way like, so so basically my take is fuck 2008 is what I'm trying to say <laughs> well you've already yeah I mean like I've told that story uh, to death now. oh my god but like 2008 to me I had a real personal connection because you know. I had dreamt that it happened, and then it kind of did, and I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl, so much so that I spent way too much money on playoff <laughs> tickets to drive to Arizona. And, uh, you drove out there? Living well, in L.A. I was in time. LA. Yeah, it's oh, only, okay. I went and drove from, uh, from Philly. I would have flown. I was going to say. It was a miserable car ride home, and that's why that sticks with me the most. Yeah, the most disappointing Ugh, was, definitely, was definitely that. And maybe, and this is, this is something that we talk about just as sports fans in general, but it, you know, we've said this, and James has said this for a long time, it was unexpected before the season started. It's really unexpected yeah, now, everybody. which usually implies fun things ahead. I've oh, my entire life, like ever since at least I was cognizant enough to understand that the Eagles had never won a Super Bowl and that that was a thing. You know, that, that was an identity that we had. I've always said it's going to happen when we least expect it. It's just going to come out of nowhere and be like, "Holy shit, we won the Super Bowl this year!" Like yeah. I didn't see that coming. Like, I, we would have said that if we had won it with Carson Wentz. We would have been like, wow, what a year. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> if they want it now, like, you want to talk about coming wow. out of nowhere. So, hey. Yeah, you know. I, and I kind of like that as, as it's not tangible. But, like, see, that's faith and hope and things like that. I'm totally down with, with all that stuff. 
I, I'm, I just don't like having conversations about stuff we already know about and how it's going to completely change over. But something like that could happen. I think the interesting thing about this season, and you're talking about expectations at this point, is that really, like a play, I know Wentz is out, but playoff game doesn't do it. I mean, like anything short of the Super Bowl almost just doesn't, like. It feels like a disappointment. It is because you have to think beyond this year. If you're talking, like, for what the Eagles, what happened this year, Carson Wentz being out, you know, I think it's still okay to have hope. And, you know, you still have a – I think they have a fighting chance is the way to yeah. describe it. You yep. feel like they can go even though – They were the favorite before. Like, right. the favorite. But now that Foles is in there, like, they don't – it's not that they don't stand a chance in any given game. In any given game you go into, you think we at least have – especially if especially they're home. home yeah. yeah. If they're home, you're, you're like, all right. Yeah. I mean, like, we, Case we Keenum coming in here win. in the NFC Championship game, like, I know – and Keenum's been better. And if I had to choose between Keenum and Foles, I'd choose Keenum. But – I, like you, you can't tell me to be scared of Case Keenum coming in right. to to the link for a big game and say like Case Keenum's right. gonna beat us, you know. And there's no juggernaut in the NFL right exactly. now. Exactly, there really isn't. I mean, we just saw the Patriots lose to the Dolphins yep. on Monday Night Football. So, uh, and even the Steelers, like Steelers they're winning. Win, they wouldn't get barely win games. They it's barely unbelievable. beat the Colts. They barely beat the Packers. Packers. They even barely beat the Baltimore Ravens and the Bengals. Yep. So and a lot, a couple of those at home too. Yeah. So, and I hate to bring up the obvious, but. A nine and seven Giants team <laughs> ends up beating. Yeah, no kidding. The greatest football team that ever touched the exactly. field by far. The best thing I've ever seen in no in, question on about a football it. So game. that's the thing. You yeah. can get into the playoffs. Some things happen, but the um, Packers. <laughs> um, Casey Young yeah. is here uh, as always, and he said he said the you know the Cowboys are better from uh, last year. Obviously, obviously, the greatest obviously. team yes, of all yeah, time. Yes, my, our mistake. Yeah. Um, the, the disappointing thing though is like beyond this year. Like if they don't capitalize on this now. Flip's contract is done after the season. Yeah, he could be really gone. Nervous. Frank Wright could be gone, which I don't. Well, that's you okay. know, you don't <laughs> care about. <laughs> but it's the so amount of turnover. You know, you don't. Wanna, if you're losing both of those guys, that's a lot of turnover. All of a sudden, sure. Yeah. No, and the you know Schwartz, like there, there there's a Schwartz lot of potential and the, movement. And the contracts with you know Nigel Bradham is still a free agent. Trey Burton, who's been awesome when Zach Ertz has been out, he could be gone. So there's just so many moving pieces, and I think Seamus Clancy. Excuse me. Had a good tweet about this uh, after earlier in the week. Here, he was like, you know, Dan Marino and those Dolphins, they got to the Super and Bowl and never went back. And they never it's went back. Point. And now, hey, that doesn't like that doesn't mean it's the same situation. Well, I yeah, because we have Carson Wentz. So. We have Carson Wentz. I think that you could maybe you could argue the front office, you know, somewhere promise totally. and the coaching too, things like that. But um, no, no, I, I mean, keep, I mean, whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, that's Don. That's Don Shula. Bob. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I meant. 375 wins, <laughs> you know, plus. Right, you know, but I'm it's fair saying. to say but that they yeah, 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 yeah. a good but job of surrounding Marino with talent. But I mean, that Peterson was part of the issue. Is better than that. So Obviously, um, and Howie Roseman, really. obviously, so, better. You know, it's not like we know they'll never get back, but it, it's going to be a hard journey. Like, just to get to this point, I mean, you have to look at it in the scope of the Eagles have only gone 11-2 and two twice before. Wow. It was 2004 when they went to the Super Bowl in 1980. And they went to the well, Super Bowl. and just the fact that those are the only two Super Bowls they've ever been to. Exactly. I mean, it's not easy for this Eagles team to get to the Super Bowl and obviously not win it. And just the chemistry and things that have happened, and like Ezekiel Elliott gets getting suspended, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, getting that's what hurt. I was going to say. Like, Everything else happening around the league. Yeah. They've had some fortunate circumstances, and now I'm not saying like they don't des- like they made their own luck. Like they they're legitimate for sure. I'm not trying to hold anything against them, but you just you don't know what changes year to year. We just saw it with the Cowboys last year's. As Casey just reminded totally. us, I mean, they go from thirteen and three to this. I mean, there's going to be regression next. Who year. saw that coming? Well, yeah, nobody. <laughs> nobody. Hi, hey, Carson hey, hey, Wentz hey. might not even, might not even be ready to play by the beginning. Like we don't know. I think, it, right. I think it's likely. If I had to bet money on whether Carson Wentz will start next season, I would bet it on and, not. And, and even it's if he does, probably not to. He might not Ring be hundred percent. Well, he might Ooh. not be hundred percent even if he does. Yeah, I'll, I mean, that I, takes I would take time. that bet. And either way, like his long term health is far more important than him playing game Agreed. one next season. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like a real, and then it's just. That's the disappointing thing, I think, about Carson Wentz going down. This is my long-winded point here is that it's not just about this year. It's not like, oh, we'll be back next year. It's fine. It's like, no, this has a yeah. long-term impact on the team, and you really have to wonder what the future is going to be like. Well, and especially with how special this year has felt. And, again, it can still be special, and maybe that's the point. I mean, you just mentioned Frank Reich. I mean, what are the odds that the guy with the you know backup quarterback with the greatest comeback in the history of the sport is the offensive coordinator of this team? I mean, there's a lot of cool little things you can – point to if you want to believe and there are reasons not to believe but for me at least and again it's it's the long-term thing it's the where this team was set up and you look at the window you know the kind of contracts they've signed these guys to alshon essentially a two-year deal you know the journey and deal like yeah they've really set up to make a run these next couple of years here um so i think that's frustrating but 
the, the thing that I keep coming back to, it, 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 literally, every time I think about it, the, the main thing that I feel is how much it sucks that I just, I have to watch Eagles play football on Sunday and I'm not going to watch Carson. Wentz. Yeah. And I just watch not watch him play. Yeah. And that's yeah. that much, you know, cause he's not, whatever else, he's not aesthetically pleasing as a quarterback. Nick not Post. at all. Like watching Wentz, it was just like, I love watching that dude do what he does, man. And I love, like, it felt so cool to watch that guy and be like, that's our guy. Like first time he's in a ours. Long time where like, it was like, know? get us to Sunday. You just need to get us to Sunday. Get us to yes. Sunday. Get us to Sunday. I just want to watch him go out and, yeah. Make three or four plays that I've never seen anyone else make, and 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 that he was our guy. Like uh, for me, our that's baby. The most wow, look at this! Look at that! Wow. Right look up, at this! Get up to the yeah, yeah, right over yeah. there, and yeah, right in the. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. yeah there Brandon's we go. Hand this model. is look at look at that. Yeah, raise it up and just go back just a little bit there. BLG, up, 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 up. Hey, look at that bad boy. Oh my goodness, that thing is awesome. 96 separate diamonds that are in there? Oh, boy. That, that is, is no joke. That is, uh, yeah, pull that back just a little more, BLG. See if we can get it out of the, the bright. I mean, it, see, it's so shiny that it's the, the light is hitting off it at all points. That's it. That's when you know it's for real. That's <laughs> for real. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is uh, that is a beautiful ring that uh, somebody's going to take that home. Awesome. That's ridiculous, man. Uh, once again, that's courtesy of Mark's Jewelers for their men's night here at uh Glenn Macknell's unveiling for the elimination pool Last that has been going on all year. Standing. I would, I, I would like to, uh, I would like to take that home at some point. That is, that is gorgeous, and that does weigh a lot. Are you talking about stealing it, John? Is I'm, that no, I'm thinking about stealing. It, is what <laughs> I'm saying. I'm thinking about stealing. I'm, I'm thinking about taking that home. <laughs> oh, look, look, at uh, look at this! Oh, An honorary. Look at this! Oh man, victorious! It's got the whole thing on there. Wow! Look at that! Fits beautifully. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, it does. Glenn Stanton seems very natural, and it is. It just fits right on my finger there. It's gorgeous. Here's what I'll say since we were talking about a lot of things. Uh, in uh, position of uh, coaches that are most important to this football team. Yes. Number one, it's flipping. I don't think there's a disagreement there. No. You mean assistance? Yeah. Yeah, assistance. Yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah, we, we can all agree Doug Peterson is. Yeah, I'm taking him out of the equation. Everything. Yeah, yes, yes. Look, <laughs> it still sounds weird. Uh, I love you, Doug. That's why I said that. I just Num- to yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, Deuce Staley. Number three, Jim Schwartz. I get what you're saying. I would go Schwartz over Deuce, but I don't think it's a crazy thing to say. And we've often talked on this show, and I know I've mentioned that John Ritchie often talks about how Deuce is, I mean, Deuce is criminally underrated right now as a coach and what he does. Richie said he's the smartest person he's ever been in a football, like as a running back, yeah. the smartest player he's ever been in a room with. They would watch a play, and Deuce could tell you what all 11 guys were doing immediately in that moment. He's like the guy is just a football savant. So uh, I'm with you. I think Deuce is incredibly important, but I think you got to give it to Schwartz. Because I think personally, this, this defense is going to change at some point anyway. It's almost it has to. Sure. Uh, uh, so I'm, I'm okay with him being there. I think Deuce is going to be a, is a phenomenal guy. And what he does with those running backs, I don't think he gets, gets uh, quite enough credit for it. Uh, and then I forgot the other thing that we were talking about, which was that, that oh, yes. <laughs> uh, as I still nicely. As PLG and I uh, probably agree, I think we all agree on this. Windows are so important with football teams. And I, I think this is, it throws off the whole schedule. So you remember when we were talking about, wow, Timmy Jernigan locked up. 2020. Awesome. Got Alshon here. That's part of your core. Locked up. 2020. Don't have to pay Carson Wentz until, you know, then, and this is your perfect window. Window got screwed up, guys. You know, the window, it's not just this year. It's also the, the next season, too. We don't want to get into a big, you know, there's no reason to get, you know, get here and panic and whatever. Wentz could bounce back, just like we said, four yeah. weeks into the season, fully healthy, and go and ride and, and try and do the same thing. It's just rare that you have those times, and just like Seamus was saying, where all the momentum is going towards that, it's really hard to capture those year by year. It really, really is. But if we do believe, and this is where I'll leave the, the optimism here, as once again, we're going to be hanging out here for a while. So Mark's Jewelers uh, in, uh, in Montgomeryville here, we're just, we're just chilling. They've got food. They've got booze, and the, they definitely have jewelry. That is, that is part of their shtick. Uh, <laughs> But the one thing is, if if it's, it's kind of what it's they the do, thing. It's, it's their, yeah. it is their it's shit. What they you do. Could say. I do think that this team ha- still has the potential to be dynasty-ish. 
well, even I, with the injury and stuff. Yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm, it, I've always said Wentz is their window for what it's worth. Yeah, and, right. and I know it's a different type of thing, but but as and long Doug as you now. have Carson Wentz and Doug. So I'm just saying, guys, you have a window. sneak the Super Bowl now. Sneak it. This, this is the sneak one. Yeah. And then the legacy of Wentz continues on. I love it. When he wins his second and third, and then his fourth when he's about to retire. I love it. That's, that's a little low. I think eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I want him to get to like 10. Yeah, personally. something but like that. So that's what I'm hoping for. The Eagles are winning the Super Bowl every year for the next decade. Book yes, it. there we go. Done. So uh, you can catch us uh, on Saturday from 5 to 7, although I'm not sure you're going to be there, right? So it'll be me and James yeah, yeah. hanging out. Uh, this is good because this is the first time, I think, with the three of us have sat down in a couple of weeks uh, as we've been bouncing around a lot. <laughs> and we, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys tuning in, downloading, watching and being a part of uh, the program because it's uh you know this has been one of the craziest eagle seasons that i can remember and we're all just kind of riding the wave together so we're all we're all for hope and we're all for goodness and uh, with that we will see you saturday and uh hey by the way i'll be on television tomorrow on uh pst on NBC Sports Philly, so look for that Who as well. Who are you with? Uh, I believe uh, uh, with a the, Hall of Famer potentially with Ray Diddy, oh! and of course uh, uh, two Hall Farzee. of Famers, Ray Diddy and John Barchard in the Hall of Fame of my heart. <laughs> look at that! Sure. Look at that! So that being said, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we will see you very, very soon. Stretch your hand and I'ma chop it off. I dare you ask for a favor from your boss's boss. Shrimp scampi, angel head noodles, white wine sauce. Rewind Diana Ross, reload the Nina Ross. Settle metal when I'm focused on the green Dinero. Hocus Pocus, Gucci Locus, cake with bacon soda. Cake for soldiers move away from Maine to Nova Scotia. Bang revolvers, problem solvers, that and pain the mothers. Lost a child, clips from play when they hear Belial. Nightmares, walking dead cause they sleep in You either sheep or shit, be scared and cut to pieces. I lust for custom coops with the honey mustard features. Butterfly doors, a whore that makes wine or sober. Her beauty stunning, plus she funny, that's the proper order. Head nods and cat calls, cuz it's pops in order. Yeah, I'm stuntin' all the world is my stage show. Dallas streets cruising around about 4 a.m. Just that fly shit, the type you never seen again. No meats, no leather, I'm just pimpin' a pit. We live that life that you're wishing against. More money, more power, more women and shit. It's me and now, motherfucker, who you think this is? Gia, Dallas streets cruising around about 4 a.m.